0: This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Another
1: dominant performance for the Knicks. And they win it tonight here on the garden floor. 118-103 over the Utah Jazz.
2: And you're not just beating teams, dude. You? you get 10 wins of 15 or more points. This and month. 10 of the last 12 games. They've had 20-plus points lead at some point there.
1: They come to work every single night. you guess who's the
2: three right now. I believe the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are 31-17 and 17 in the three seed.
0: It's DiPietro and Rothenberg. If
2: you're a fan of the Knicks, A, you're not completely taken with this team, you, you suck. suck. And if you don't call the show, you suck you even suck. more.
0: On 98.7, ESPN. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Was a good. Friend All right, now,
2: of mine. DNR with you. Big 7 o'clock hour. You got the big open tomorrow morning. I do. Yeah. Have you guys started working on it yet? No. I mean, let, let's be honest. Now, the script for the open on Thursdays is: um, let's hear some stupid soundbite from everybody on the show, and then let's just pile on and destroy Dave. No, wrong. That, yeah, that's exactly no, wrong. What it's We've had an RJ end to the open. We've had a Raymond into the open. We've had a show into the open. We've had singing. I gotta listen. I use what I have, and for the most part, when you go through the sound page, it's eighty-seven percent you, <laughs> at least. Really? Pages and pages and pages. The problem is that we don't remember, so we try to use new stuff. Right. To go all the way back and start bringing, and then I'll hear stuff. I'm like, oh man, I should have used that. How That's, much time? So the opens up. like two ish minutes, like two ish. Yeah. Okay. How much time would you say you spend on the open preparing for it? Uh what would you say, Raymond? Between the two days, probably like at least at least half hour. At yeah, least that seems about right. Yeah. That's so so 15 minutes per minute. Uh probably yeah. It's good. It's a good ratio. Well, we have to come up with a theme. The problem is I can't just I can't just. Load the back end, which just drops. It's got there's going to be a theme, right? It's very nice. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Uh, one hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Knicks are very nice, and the Knicks have won. What are we now here? Uh, one, two, three, four, eight. five, six, seven, eight games in a row. Eight in a row. You are the three seed in the Eastern Conference. You have five consecutive home games now. Moving forward, you feel like a million bucks. The Garden is a, a terrifying place for the opposition at this point. It, I mean. Julius Randle injury. Oh, gee, I don't think it's going to be much of an injury. I can't imagine he's going to miss a lot of time. Outside of the Julius injury, which is a legitimate injury, I mean, there's not one negative thing to say about this club right now. Right now, no. no I don't know what you would say negative at this point. You love the coach. You love, love the, the camaraderie. You love that they play defense. love the effort. Chemistry, all of it. So here's their upcoming schedule. Um, Thursday, they host Indiana. They get the Lakers. Saturday, they host the Lakers. Then it's Memphis at the Garden, which absolutely should be a win. Dallas at the Garden. And then Indiana at the Garden again. That's some good games coming up for the Knicks. You have to go to one of those. You want to go to one of those games, maybe? Mm, no. What would you want to go to? Uh, there's a couple. I'd like to see the Indiana game. One of those. So, Dallas, what, so what's February 10th? Is a Saturday. I would say we go to that, but I don't think we'll get commitment. The night before the Super Bowl? Who are they playing? Indiana. Indiana. Raymond will be there. That's big playoff weekend for uh, big hockey playoffs, 10th. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Big hockey playoffs. So, we, I mean, we do have a five-game window here. Yeah, I mean, all good games, too. Indiana, good. Lakers, great. Me- Memphis, not great. Um, Memphis, not great. I-, I would probably lean towards the two Indiana, the Lakers, and Dallas. Dallas, great. When's February the 8th? That's Thursday? It's Raymond's birthday, yeah. That's correct. Right. Um, Can we get Raymond on the jumbotron that night? You think? I don't know how we would go about doing that. I would love to do that, just so they could rec- people at MSG could recognize all the hard work he puts in. Yeah, it would say like happy 40th birthday to Nick's producer, Nick's Rangers ex- producer extraordinaire Raymond's Santiago. Very Diago. single. I bet you. Um, I bet you Kenny Albert could probably facilitate something like that. And Raymond and Kenny are tight. You want me to text Kenny? Get, text him right now. Well, it's, yeah, give him some time. He's probably up. He's probably probably. But you something. don't know what he. What did he do last night? I'm sure he did a game last night. I think it's safe to assume that every night he's doing something. So let's give him a little bit of time. All right, but I will text him before the show is over and try to get the ball rolling. I think that would be great. I think it would be very nice as well. What What do you say next Thursday, February the eighth, Dallas? You can see Kyrie, Ooh. Luca. It's a Thursday. Who? RJ. You in?
3: If If Rick is if you get Rick, I'm in.
2: Wow. It always swings to me because you're you're, always, unre- you're very unreliable. Always ends up on me. You're very unreliable. Always, unbelievable. Well, so it's out there. Okay, so we have the we have the breakfast on Wednesday. No, we're not doing the breakfast. Why? Because Raymond needs to sleep. Raymond, do you not? Do you he, actively not want to do a birthday celebration <clears throat> breakfast? How about this, Raymond? How about this? Cassie actually said she wants to make you a birthday cake. Oh my goodness! How would I bring the birthday cake into the studio? We celebrate it. And then potentially see you again on Thursday so, at the so
0: a birthday breakfast cake.
2: Yes, but a it won't breakfast be a fist cake. Well, I mean, it, like a like, banana bread. No, it could be a banana like a, bread, like a coffee roll cake. You know, what would be a nice to tell you right now. What nice cake to eat for breakfast? Cup of tea or coffee, carrot cake. I do like Cassie. it yeah, to so be moist. Eat. Oh, does she make a moist cake? Oh, yeah, I'd like that. Mention my wife and what there's. Yes, it is delicious. Um, Cream cheese frosting. So what are you seven? Doing? I'm just telling. you It's the best carrot cake you ever eat in your life. So, Raymond, would you prefer a homemade cake to going out to breakfast with your with Listen, your friends?
0: I'm, I am okay with going out to breakfast. I, I didn't say don't do that. I'm just saying be. mindful. I don't mindful. want okay. I'm be mindful that there is a game to worry about later. That's so if, all. if
2: we go if we go breakfast ten to 10, 10 we, to eleven thirty, we, we, we probably would be okay. Okay, so let's do that. You may be pushing it, though. I feel like if we're at breakfast, the only thing he's thinking about is I should be at home sleeping right now. Are we going to get a high-level version of you, Ray? No, you'll get high-level. Yeah, I think we go. You know what it is? You don't want to go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because now you're putting me in like two hours of traffic, at least. All right, you know, I I give up. No, I'll sacrifice. Some will sacrifice. Uh, On the table, I'm extending the breakfast next Wednesday, the Knicks game next Thursday. What you guys now snap up and choose to accept is up to you. There's nothing more I can do I think do that's now. fair. It's fair. There's nothing more I can All do. All right. You've done your part. All right. Let's go back to these Knicks callers. Tom and Oldbridge. Hi, Tom. You're next up on 98.7 ESPN.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. Good. So, yeah, real quick, obviously, the Knicks are off to a great start. This month has been insane. Uh, but, obviously, I think you have to go. I think Mike was one of the callers that said got to trade Mitchell Robinson. I think the final piece in the puzzle, get a good swing, man. Different NBA, right? you know, got to be able to guard one through five. That's why Josh Hart is so valuable on this team right now. Also, Rick, you got a lot of birthdays to celebrate in February. So break out that uh, that uh, wallet there as well too. But thanks for the call, guys. We'll to you guys every morning, and uh, thanks so much.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean honestly, Rick, Rick has a a wallet filled. No, I don't. I mean it's it filled it's with cash. Does not. He doesn't know what to do with all of it. Yeah, money. right. Do you ever just walk like my like wife does? Elevator opens up. You're like, excuse me, sir. Would you like a twenty dollar no, bill? No. There you go. No. My wife might. I just because she's don't, the one that's spending. You all don't do thing. that. Yeah, when I tip people, yeah. Well no no I'm t- but just not just t- randomly walk up to people and say here's twenty dollars. Well bucks. you see you see Ray Dean today, like Raymond, fifty dollars No, I give him a big hug uh-huh. and that's it. I pay with affection. Oh. I'm a big time hugger. I think he'd probably prefer the money. I give great hugs. Are you a good hugger? RJ, how would you how would you rate my hug? I gotta tell you it's <laughs> I made I kissed Brauncher at the Mets game. Oh I know. That was very nice.
3: It's all encompassing. You want one right he, now? He covers the points. I do.
2: It's an oh, it's an He's oh. a great he's a great hugger?
3: It's, it's very, very uh, firm.
2: Like, it's firm. Is it, is it too hard? Uh, is there such thing?
3: Yeah, it, it's filled with love and joy.
2: You get to, <laughs> you feel all of me. really? Yes, see, I'm, I think it could be too much.: No, try it. No <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to hug you. Why? Because I don't want to. need to you need to break you have a, a very a, a tough exterior. tough exterior. Mm-hmm. I need to break it down, okay, verbally. No, no, and physically no. Why? Because I don't want you to physically break me down. <laughs> Steven Wait, nice no, Steve. Steve? Hello? Go ahead, Steve. You're Hello. on
5: ninety eight seventy SPN. Hello. How you doing, guys? I'm sorry. Uh it's okay. All right, listen, I love I love what the Knicks are doing, man. I think they're doing excellent. We don't need to make a trade. And if we're gonna make a trade, let's not mess with that starting five. Okay? Leave those guys alone. They're playing great. No need to try to broke. What is it? No need to try to fix what isn't broken. If you want to trade for someone to try to bolster the bench, I get that, Bruce Brown. Okay, I'll do that. This is where the Knicks have failed. And just hear me out, and then I'm going to go. We have not gotten the draft right. And I understand we traded away some guys that we drafted that we thought could be superstars and that we thought could carry the team. We traded away. Those trades have worked out. So I agree with that. But what sets us apart from all the other top tier teams is they've drafted their guy. Minnesota, Denver. Boston, Mo, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Philly, uh, OKC, they drafted their superstar to carry them for the next 10, 12 years, 15 years. We have not done that. But what, well, listen, I, understand,
2: I understand what you're saying as far as the draft needs to be better. And I agree with you. And it would be great if they were hitting home runs via the draft. But why does it matter if it's Jalen Brunson or, or Halliburton at this point?
5: Well, they got to prove it. They got to prove well, they, it. But, but hopefully they're, they do it this year. But they're they're a terrific
2: basketball team. So you're right. They're not they're not like homegrown, but but so what. But also, OG Ananobi was acquired by by trading two homegrown guys, right? So isn't that kind of a, a homegrown guy then
5: ipso facto? You're right, guys. But come on, let's be honest. In a seven game series, we in Boston. In a seven game series, we beat Milwaukee. But is, that, but is that because you don't have homegrown guys, or is that just because you're not as good as those teams? That's, that's because we don't we don't have a superstar. Two- Trading superstars. The league caters to the stars. So stars, when stars say, hey, I want to leave, or you do this, this, and this, the team is going to do it to keep their stars. So it's going to be almost extremely difficult or really hard to, to trade for a superstar. Teams are not letting those guys go. So Unless that the you guy wants. To no,
2: you, but you just, you just said, you talked out of both sides of your mouth. Is the superstars get what the superstars want. The league caters to the superstars. Well, I mean, the whole point is is that if at any at any point this offseason, there's a superstar that decides, I don't like it here. I want to be on the New York Knicks. You don't think the Knicks are attractive now? Of course they're attractive now. And here's the best part. You got a star in Jalen Brunson that you don't have to deal with that garbage. You don't. Phenomenal player. And I don't—I I mean— I know that they're well. Aaron Judge is homegrown, and Pete Alonso is homegrown. It'll be the best met in the history. Yeah, in a perfect world, would I like that? I'd love it. I want to win, and if it means that I have to sign free agents or make trades, I don't care. I don't care. No, draft picks are assets, man. I mean, if you, if you you know fortunate enough to make the right picks and they blossom into, you develop them right way and they blossom into superstars, great. And we've had plenty of opportunities that we've missed out on by making the and, wrong and, pick. And not making the right pick is upsetting. But I, I don't know how you could call today and, and have really any negativity about, like, well, this is not a homegrown team. Who cares how they're built? I don't care. I mean, but again, I mean, it's, you have to make the right decisions. You have to make smart decisions. You have to develop players the right way. And I think they're doing a really good job of that. And then if there comes a time where you can, you know, upgrade what you have by trading some of those homegrown players that just haven't, you know, maybe reached their potential. Is Porzingis homegrown for Boston? No. you think they care? No, I think he's talking about Tatum. And Brown more than anything. All right, and Porzingis. I mean, and uh, and and Giannis is is homegrown, and Embiid is homegrown. But uh, those guys are awesome. I'm not denying that. But I don't care. I don't care how I get them. No, I don't care either. But I mean, again, it's listen. They're lottery tickets. Draft picks are lottery tickets. Right. It's 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 hope. And you've had horrendous misses. Right. I'm not I'm not defending the misses you've had. I just don't. This guy's whole point was, well, you don't have homegrown guys. Who cares if they're homegrown or not? No, if Jalen Brunson turns himself into a superstar, look what I don't care now. that we drafted him. I don't, care. I don't know if he's superstar or on the verge of superstar or whatever, but the guy is amazing. I have zero issue with him not being drafted by the Knicks. So he's clearly None. an all-star. He's great. Clearly an all-star. He is great. And Let's... the level of consistency now you're seeing from him is it's every night. It's every night. Like he doesn't score 30. You're like, what ha- what happened here? It's every night. He had eight in the first half and ended up with 29. He's as good a guard at getting into the lane and making you know, like like tough shots look easy as anybody I maybe have ever seen just getting to his spots. Oh, he's so talented. Uh, let's go to our buddy, and I'm glad that now he's becoming a regular caller again, Yov in Israel. Good morning, Yov. How you
4: doing, pal? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rico. What's my guys doing? We're hanging
2: in. Listen, we're very pleased with the way the Knicks are handling things right now. I'll tell
4: you that. Oh, yes. It's been a long time coming, Dave. I mean, I've been a Knicks fan for my entire life, and it's been mostly suffering, so it's kind of nice to have a great team that you're excited to watch and excited every night to watch them play. And excited for the future. And about the future, I want to ask both of you guys the question. We talked about the guy, the Knicks, the move, the Knicks need to make to get it to the next level, to the Boston and Milwaukee level. A player that was thrown out there, and I think it would be a great fit. And I think we can either bring him this this great trade deadline or, or the, at the off season. It's Mikael Bridges, and I think he will take us to the next level. And I wonder, you guys, what do you think about him?
2: I love Mikael Bridges. We talked about this yesterday. I love him. Would, would that suffice as the big move for you? That, like, the finishing move? I think it would have to, just I mean, what you'd have to give up to get him. Right. But, I'm so, like, is that enough? Brunson, Randall, DiVincenzo, Hart, OG, Bridges. Is that a championship team? Because there's no, you know, maybe you trade that's Robinson a great defensive for something. Team. It's a great, Ooh. an elite, maybe the best defensive team in the NBA. Wow. I mean, that's, that's starting five? But does that team beat... Milwaukee and Boston and go to the NBA Finals I think you got a real chance okay then there's your answer you but I mean you also have to recognize like it's easy to call in and make these trade proposals I mean it's you're at the mercy of of the superstar player not liking his current situation so do you hold on for... Like I heard yesterday I heard yesterday that one of the reasons why the the Nets would hold on to would hold on to Mikhail bridges is because they, they think there's a chance they could get Donovan Mitchell and they would pair because that doesn't feel like Mitchell fits here anymore. Right. He wants to play in New York, play for the Nets. Pair him, uh, You pair him with Mikhail Bridges, and now, now you they got have, a they have hell of a one two duo. So, um, email from Greg McMurray Dave, your tales are awful and boring. We want more, RJ. Wow. RJ, you want to do like a, a story time kind of thing every day? People, people love you. RJ, how about let's, can we try it one time, please? Dave and I take off, you guys host the show. I don't, one think time. They, I, don't, I don't think it's up to them. They wouldn't we, let them. Why? I don't think they'd let them. Because we stink. No, you don't stink. How about people? Well, there's an appetite for it. How about when I, when one of the two of us is off, it's just kind of like Rick and you guys, or me and you guys. It's just a round table.
3: Do you like, feel that's putting Rick in a in a place to succeed?
2: No. No, you'd have um, to drive. You'd have to drive, RJ. Honestly, I think I think Rick could do it.
3: I think he could do it as well. I just don't think he has the interest level.
2: There's a lot of things that Rick could do that he chooses not to do. So you need a, a hand holder? No, no. I just think for me to reach my, my ceiling. An adult in the room. No, not an adult. I can call it whatever you want to call it. I don't think Dave's necessarily the definition of an adult, but Thanks. he drives the hell out of a radio show. Appreciate I that. I need to be free. So you need to just, just come in with your points can't and not be, worry can't about Superbox Bonanza and all that kind right. of stuff. Level of freedom that I need RJ, to RJ, do you think you could drive?
3: I don't think so. I don't think so. But I agree that Rick is best off the ball. Right. Like, he doesn't want Tibbs in his ears. He's bringing the ball up the floor about the play. Because then
2: I, Magic Johnson dies.
3: I mean, he'll, like, veer off and, like, walk into the stands. Like, he just needs to be free and out there. And,
2: and roaming. Like, running around the three-point line. Like Steph Curry. I like the Nikita Kucherov. Right? There's you're, si- you're the sniper. There's a system. I don't necessarily have to be a part of the system. Right. But you need someone to facilitate. Right,
3: And look what you get. What's he got? Like 70 points already? Yeah.
2: He's in the MVP conversation it's right a lot. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
6: playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
0: Thanks for listening to the D.P.H. Rowe and Rothenberg Podcast.
2: I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch
0: the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woo-hoo! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: How was that bagel this morning? Delicious. Yeah. He was so excited. Mateen, so excited to get I don't. Mateen is dead to me. Why? Uh, Because you know why. Because he likes me better than you. But he says nasty. Hello, Mateen. No, he he thinks. (laughs) You don't even know his name. It's Cataline. Okay. I know his name. He believes, and I think rightfully so, that I'm a better talk show host than you. No, he's upset that I walk by and don't buy anything. That's what he's upset about. You think it's all about the bottom line with me? Yeah. He's very nice. I, don't I go agree in with there that. every morning, start buying bagels and teas or whatever. You think, coffee, you like, you think all of and a And I tip the way I tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekend. So, how did so I do let today. you know, Rick? You're better than Dave. Tea, bagel, $4. Gave him 10 Said, I'll just take back $4. He gave him a $2 tip. Yeah. That's nice. That's a pretty good That's tip. respectable. Well, you guys have a relationship now. I would expect that. Yeah. He likes you. You like him. We got into the winter. Take care you guys? It standing you What time does he get there in the morning? Did you ask him? Ray probably knows. It. I think I think he he wakes up at like midnight.
3: Did you say we get into the winter? I ask him how was it like standing outside?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: this oh. a small talk for him.
3: <laughs> so, so it's cold out. How's that yeah. going? Well, no. Because he's Big goals, huh?
2: He's, he's like, it's, it's, it, this has been a, a pretty nice winter. I was like, it has? He's like, it has. has. He's like, it hasn't been that cold I was like, it hasn't? Are you nuts? It's been I don't know. I walked in last week. It was freezing. It was one week. It was like a couple days. Freezing. But he's like, this is very pleasant today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy's standing out there, he gets he wakes up at midnight. Midnight. Ooh. He's got to get bagels, he's got to oh. make stops. He gets in. I think he's set what time is he set up by Ray? Early. Yeah, he, he's ready to go before five. Way before five. Is he there when you get in, RJ, or you don't see him all set up? No, he's there. Up? He's there ready to ready to roll? There's
3: days I've seen him parking. But he's almost—I'd say ninety percent of, ninety-five percent of days, he's there before me.
2: I'm not exaggerating with you. If I had to wake up at midnight to start my my life, I would probably last like two months and just die. Well, I think it's just how you got. I mean, I'm sure he has a much different schedule than. But what knows. time? What time there would you have to go to, to bed to wake up at midnight? I don't know. You try to get. I mean, you can try to get what six hours probably. So you go to bed at six o'clock, probably. How am I? How am I going to go to bed at six o'clock? But, but you're not him though, because you need to watch sports and everything else, right? Because you have enthralling
3: conversation to look forward to like it's cold outside how's that going
2: you know what RJ that's what gets him out of bed what's <laughs> it like standing out in the freezing cold <laughs> no he brought up he's like today's a pleasant day Dave I was like yeah I was like how do you do it when it's so freezing every day he's like I think this has been a great winter we had a very nice back and forth you guys don't understand because you're not people you know you, you're, not like yeah, people you're a social person. misfit what <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, not a, people you're a social misfit I'm not a social misfit you are I'm a great conversationalist <laughs> an elite. Until okay. you decide that the conversation's over and then you say, okay, I'm See, leaving. Th- That's right.
3: See, I actually agree with you. I think you are. I mean, you get people to just pour their hearts to you. You have information that I don't even know how you get it. Right. People trust you. That's right. But when you're done with that, much like the Niners against the Lions, you just you physically walk away. You're done.
2: I'm one of the most well-liked people at the station. People do tell you things.
3: Yeah, that because
2: is- I'm, I'm easy to talk to. No, you have like trustworthy eyes for some reason. I'm very easy because you know, like I'm his, a nice person. There's a certain sparkle in your eyes. I'm a, I'm a nice person. I'll give if you if you have an issue, I'll give you advice. I'm here to help. Listen to your what ails you. I'm a nice guy. I guess I'm a better apologizer. Recently. You have it. I mean, you're you're definitely taking strides. Okay, Raymond a legitimate apologist. You stink yesterday. at the phone still. You're not great at the phone. Great texter. Mm. I don't I don't like to talk on the phone. No, well, clearly. What does that mean? Well, like I'll call. No. When was last time you called? Well, I don't call now. I just read text. Because did you text don't me yesterday? I did. Did I text you back? It took a while. I was sleeping. Oh, What? The late nap, no? Don't judge my nap. What time did I text you at? I don't know. Tell you right now. I don't think it was that late. Uh, well, No, that's around 1 o'clock. What? It was around 1 o'clock. I had to make a couple stops on the way home yesterday. Oh, really? I didn't get home until afternoon. Well, what kind of stops? Don't worry about my stops. I worry about your stops. No, don't worry about my stops. I Got home afternoon, so I'm sleeping at 1 o'clock. How is that a bad thing? You, you know what? You're, you're too judgmental. No, I'm glad you took a nap. You needed it. Okay. You look fresh as a daisy yeah. today. Thank you. Let's go to Lorenzo in North Bergen. Hi, Lorenzo. You're on
5: 98.7. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Good. Yeah, so I just wanted to call. Um, you know, I'm not a Knicks fan, so that's full disclosure, but... I think the blueprint is out there that you shouldn't get too excited because we know how Tibetov runs his teams into the ground in the playoffs. Are they built long enough to sustain a playoff run? I don't believe so. I believe the burnout is real. It's going to happen. It's happened to all his teams. I believe he's 31 and 41 in the playoffs. And I don't see the reason to be excited long term. Yeah. Short term, everything is buzzing. I just want to know what your guys' take.
2: Well, I I, don't I think you should still be excited. I don't think it's a horrible call. Well, no, but here's the thing, though: is it they get burnt out by the time they hit the playoffs, or is it they're just... not as good as the opposition? And and now all of a sudden you're getting the opposition's best. Like we got this bite from play the Tim Legler sound. You know, it's funny you say that. I was looking at that. I was like, this is going to be a great sound bite to play. Uh, here's Tim Legler yesterday saying the Nick. Th- th- there couldn't be a better. comment on a team, a more uplifting, inspiring comment on a team than this. The Knicks simply play harder than everybody else
1: there's a simple rule in basketball. When you consistently play harder than your opponent, good things happen. That's who the mm-hmm. Knicks are. They come to work every single night. It's the mentality of their coach. It's the mentality of their personnel and their best player. Jalen Brunson is just one of those guys that's very difficult to get off his game because he's too smart, he's too strong, his fundamentals are too good, and he's he's too highly skilled, honestly, and he's kind of built for this moment to be a leader of a team in this situation. So, look, they've got this stretch coming up without Randall. This team goes above $500. During that stretch, in large part to what Brunson's going to do offensively, right? It's time if they get through that, and they get Randall back after the All Star break. The New York Knicks are a team now. You're going to have to start taking seriously as a legitimate contender in the Eastern Conference. Right? That's what they're starting to impress me with every night because they just come with the hard hats on every night. You can rarely say that about teams in the league anymore.
2: Uh, what, a, what a great testament it is to the Knicks and, and Thibodeau and Leon Rose and the players and everybody that they're going to bring it every single night. And what they're trying to build, right? I mean, that's like, I mean, there's an expectation now. That we we play hard every night. I guess my concern would that be with that would be that's not going to be the case once you get to the postseason. Teams are going to match your level of intensity, right? And can you take it to to another level? Well, I don't know. And I think that's why it feels like there's a move needs to be made just to I, I mean, think so to take some of the pressure off Jalen. I think so too. I got to tell you though, man, like it, you watch him play and you watch some of the videos of him, you know, him with his dad and how hard he worked and everything else. I think there's something to really be said about about athletes that get to this level that aren't naturally just super athletes that have to really work at it to become the best version of themselves like the amount of time and energy he put into perfecting what he does have you seen i just saw this is amazing they have a uh, a promo for the game on saturday night nixon lakers have you seen the promo yet i haven't seen the promo yet so it, it sh- some highlights lebron versus brunson i love it is the is, is that's the big like tagline of this So Brunson, on a national level, has become a guy that... Oh, Oh, the Knicks in general, too. I know. And they're getting a lot of love from a lot of different people.
6: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg
0: podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN.
2: We had a moment at our house last night, my friend. Did you see who lost in college basketball? Certainly did. Not
3: yeah. a good loss for Carolina.
2: No, they lost at Georgia Tech Not by a bad. point. I don't know if you saw it. So so they're showing the highlights on ESPN right now. Uh, pay close attention because it's coming up in just a second. R.J. Davis took a shot at the end. It looked for all the world that he was fouled, right? So just the highlights are rolling right now. So Carolina's up one. Georgia Tech hits a shot, seven seconds left. They give it to R.J. Davis, the best player on Carolina. It looks like he is fouled. Nothing is called. My 13-year-old goes into a, a, a mode that you have never seen before. So I, I think it's coming up right here, R.J. I'm sure they're going to see it. I, it's not like even a question. Watch this. So the ball goes to R.J. Davis, goes down, the left, gets hammered. Do you see that? That's a lot of contact. Gets hammered. Nothing's called. They lose. Watch it again. They're showing it again. I mean, pushed, falls to the floor. So he start. He goes, "Who's this official?" He goes, "It's it's Ted. Uh, what's his name? Hightower is that his name? I think Valentine. Ted. Va-. He's like it's Ted. Ted, Ted Valentine. Ted Va- Valentine. And, and he goes. He goes. He is the um. He's the Angel Hernandez of wow. college basketball. Wow. Put it right out there. I was wow. like, how do you
3: how do you know this? They weren't. Tennessee went down too. The top five is a
2: rocky place. Yeah, in of, outside of Connecticut, who's just who just rolls along, just rolls along. Great, look who's back. Rick's back in the studio. How you doing? I'm doing great. So RJ tried to force me into doing a Super Box Bonanza right here, but I I don't think I'm ready. Oh, no, I think probably should listen to RJ because last time you tried it on your own, I mean things went sideways. No, right? but he's like I want you to do a Super Box Bonanza, and I said no. He wanted away from me. I want. I want because nice. who gives the number? I give the number. You give the number. Yep. RJ would have had to give the number, and and no, I didn't feel comf- comfortable or confident. So I'll tell you what, right after, I believe stump Rothenberg. Maybe then we do Superbox Bonanza. Maybe not. I, I don't. Like it. I don't know. I could, at any point. Oh no. I could just want to get right into the Superbox. You're a loose cannon. You don't know. How do you feel today about stump Rothenberg? I never feel great. Like no, but you look good though. Like you feel like you're rested. But I know, ne- yeah, I, I am. Amazingly, I am pretty well rested this morning. Yeah. All right. So high expectations then. <laughs> oh, come and on, stop. I I don't feel great about it. I do. Okay. I feel great for you. Has your question, uh, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a, uh, a genre. No. Why? No. I'm not going to give you an opportunity to think about it. Why? Because I want your mind to be clear. So if I know that it's going to be football, now all of a sudden I I'm going to what? Look up every football no. stat ever? No. No. I want you. I I don't want you thinking at all. I want, you, I want you to to be free when Andy from Merrick asks the first question. My friend Paul just sent me a text. He Ooh. said, please do the Superbox Bonanza now. Well, I don't think we can have Paul decide when we do the Super Bowl, uh, Superbox Bonanza. I think so. All right, so let's do it on then. All right. For Paul, it's the final week of Superbox Bonanza 5. Now, each qualifier is going to take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Just be caller number. Let's see how good we are together. All right. I think right now, today. There's really only one number that we could go with. Only one number. Okay. Brunson. We went with Brunson yesterday. We went eleven. All right. I know what you're thinking, and I don't know what number he wears. I don't uh, think you think it's too hard. Eight. Yes. See. Yes. You see. Caller number eight right now at eight eight eight. Nine eight seven ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win five hundred bucks in the first and third quarters, thousand dollars at the half, and a final score payout of two thousand dollars. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, Irish Whiskey, and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. (laughs) Along with Security Dodge, come get some. Why are you laughing? I love what you said, and then you look at me for a reaction. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I need a lot of validation. My goodness, very compulsive. I don't know what he is. What does that he mean? He needs to be studied. What do you mean? I think you know what I mean. I think we all know what I mean. I have no idea what you're talking. You about. You need to be studied. How so? Why? What, so do you you they, can... what do you think they find? I, that's a great question. I think we want to know. What Why don't you? Ha- Here's what I will open to you. I'll offer to you okay. have a therapist come in, take her notes, figure it all out, and then come up with her her no no, his. I think, no 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 I, I don't need the therapist here. I need you in your natural habitat. I'm always in my natural habitat. No, I know, but I need to see. I need to see a full 24 hours. Of what actually goes in day in life.
4: Like when, to they give you, the,
2: when they think there's an issue with the heart and they give you like a halter monitor want, to bring home and wear, yes. and then they study it after? I want to see all the different sides. How you interact with the kids, right. the wife, the dog, all of it. I'd love to see you just snap sometimes on the dogs. You must snap all the time. Occasionally. Not yeah. as much anymore because they're getting a little better. But I told you they ran away the other day. <laughs> Sherry had to deal with them. To, How was that resolved, by the way? We kind of went off the air without that being... She she had to run after them. They went. There's a park like across uh, the street, and they crossed the street. They almost got hit by cars. Uh, they run to the park, then they just ran and ran. And she said every time she would get like within like they take shouting off. distance of them, they would run off. I so thought you had the invisible fence. Yeah, they don't. But they don't care. Just go right through it. Right through the invisible oh. fence, and it's set to a very high level. Doesn't matter. Right through it.
0: And it seems like the invisible fence isn't working, so maybe
2: use
6: the visible one.
2: How about know. we do this? Well, uh, how about you give me like ten thousand dollars to put up a visible fence, right? Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, why don't we go with the visible? Or why do we get a, why do we get a fence company that wouldn't you would, just call it a fence? What if it was a visible fence? Wouldn't it just be a, it would be a fence? Well, well I didn't say visible basically fence. That, basically, that's what we're saying. Here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If, if you think there's a visible fence company would like to to Probably put not. up a, a visible fence mm-hmm. in my yard? No, and You need your bathtub redone again. Maybe no, bathtub's in fine shape. Well, I'm just saying it lasts a lifetime with bathtub. <laughs> <with> a lifetime. <laughs> so do the reeds. Yeah, I, I actually have, haven't heard any uh, bathtub. I, I did bath reeds yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah, I did like two of them yesterday. Yeah. You just don't pay attention. No, I... Because you're you're all all wrapped up in your own... What do I have? It's all me, me, me. Do I have NJ diet? Do I... What what do I have? Right? It's all about you. How did this become about me? We're talking about trying to get you a visible fence. (laughs) Visible? (laughs) Could you imagine calling... (laughs) Yes, I'd like to install a visible fence in my yard. A what? A visible fence? You mean a fencer. Right. Yes, right, right. Right. That's uh, right, one that's, that's right. visible, though. <laughs> I want to be able so, to see it. So, yeah, so they run to the park, baseball field. I'm sure they defecated all over it at some point. <laughs> Imagine you have the guy come over, and he's like, here's your fence. Well, there's nothing. Well, it's invisible. It's an invisible <laughs> right, you won't be able to see it, but it's, it'll, it'll work. It's there, I promise. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> you. What a scam that would be, huh? But my dogs keep running through the invisible <laughs> fence. Yeah, no, that's, they're running right through it.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a giant hole right
2: yeah, there. You also can't see that. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so, so, so 30 minutes. Ugh. 30 minutes of her trying to catch them. Finally, they got so run down that they got thirsty. They were drinking, like, rainwater from a puddle, <laughs> and she was able to catch one, and then the other one, because the they, they don't separate. The All other right. one came over, and then she brought them both. Again, over. the same litter was a mistake. That was her. Yeah. Well, I'm just getting the same litter is clearly sh- probably sure, not a good sh- idea. It's unbelievable. Sh- Sherry is so bright. And so capable. More than anyone I think I've ever met in my life. And for some reason, at this moment, she's like, I was like, we should get one. She's like, let's get two. <laughs> and, because Eureka. I, and because I trust her implicitly, I was like, yes. Great idea. Two. Then each kid has their own dog. Ugh. Then when there's no boredom for the dog because they play with each other. It is, let me tell you, as a PSA people, do not ever get two dogs from the same litter. Ever. Ever. You only got like hey, 12, 14 more years of this. They're going to be three years old next week. It's been three years. <laughs> yes, Ugh. three. Well, that went by fast. You, life goes by fast. I remember when you just got those dogs. Three years. At least they're getting a little better. A little better. <laughs> but they. So still, by the time they're like ten, they'll they be, w- they'll w- wake up at four thirty in the morning. Ugh. They're not getting enough exercise. No. So take them out. I can't take out two dogs at once. We'll right. go for a nice little like long walk. Oh, we for- we have done that, but I can't take out two dogs at the same time. Great exercise. I'm. I'm very pro that. I need somebody else to walk one of the dogs while I walk the other one. I can't take out these two at the same time. Get a walking buddy. How about a, one of my kids would go with That'd me? That would be nice. Yeah. I don't want to go, Dad. Ugh. I don't want to go. Let's go to uh, Shooter in Stanford. Hello, Shooter. You're on 98.7 ESPN.
4: Good morning, boys. Good morning, company. Woo! <laughs> Another great day to be alive.
2: <laughs> What's going on, Shooter? Uh, Dave. Yeah.
4: What about fencing in your backyard could also work because now you can just let the dogs kind of roam free in the back if you got the fence.
2: Uh, you could, and we've thought of, we've thought about doing that. But here's here's the issue with that. Now they just defecate all over the yard, and it becomes disgusting.
4: Well, my buddies have like this area of gravel on the back corner, and they kind of taught the dogs to go back there and just poop on the gravel back there. It seems to work. Now, I'm not a dog person, so yeah. well, they actually have a company that will come
2: to your house and they pick the poop up for we you. We know. used to use that company. Yeah, yeah.
4: call them. Yeah, but that. Could- that gets out of hand.
2: It's disgusting. But, Can you imagine uh, that? What do you do for career? I clean up yeah. uh, feces. It's fine. All right. Shooter,
4: what do you got? Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Also, I have an issue with Rick. Uh-oh. I don't like this, Dave. How How is it a negative for Rick if he lost the football picks to go on a billboard naked? Rick wants to be naked. Rick yeah. admits this. Come on.
5: No, but I don't want to lose.
4: Like, he, no, but he, I don't he want to lose. No,
2: he would have no issue being naked. I think the losing is the part that would, that would That's be right. a problem for him.
4: Okay, but there should have been some other hey, but you, shooter, for it. shooter.
2: Shooter. You know me well enough. Is there I mean, can you think of anything that I wouldn't do?
4: No. Right. No, that's the problem. It would have to be something terrible like eat school lunch in the cafeteria. <laughs> I like the school lunch.
2: <laughs> of course you do. I like some of those school lunches No, Delicious. No, no, no. Not
4: anymore. You wouldn't like it anymore. How, how bad how bad are your
2: school lunches, shooter? they just disgusting.
4: It's pretty bad. Whenever I'm backed up, I'll you know, or the kids will come to my room. I'll just taste the lunch. I'll be like, oh, "It works for me every time." Ugh. So, Ugh. It's, it's not good. All right, Shooter. How, about, how
2: about instead of talking about you getting backed up and I <laughs> love Shooter getting regular, <laughs> he gets himself unbacked up at school. Right. <laughs> somebody, great. Okay, I'll be back. So, I'm going to call the, the DNR show and I'm going <laughs> to go to the bathroom. I'll see you somebody, seventh period. Hey guys, I think someone just exploded in the uh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. that's our that's teacher. All
4: right, all right. On to the next. Let's talk sports. Let's talk sports. All right, go um, ahead. My hope for the Knicks, because we don't have like a big time superstar, but we've got some studs, you know, Brunson is turning into one, is our makeup's like the Pistons, right? With uh, Phillips, Prince, um, Wallace, and that gives me a little bit of hope. Like maybe this team could make a run, but the issue is, like everyone says, right, he works them so hard and Brunson's such, they work, they, they refuse to give 50%. They always give 100% that it'll never work with that Pistons makeup, because by the time he gets to the playoffs, we're going to be too tired. And Tibbs has to give a little bit and give them a break somehow. Otherwise, this will never work. I don't okay, think – do I, do I, I, I,
2: I think it's a very fair point. You're not the first one that's called with that this morning. I That's just not his DNA. He can't – you know, there's some coaches that look at the huge picture and say we're going to load manage, we're not going to play these guys. That's I mean, you don't get that with the middle. You, but you know that going in. This is not a surprise. He's not capable of doing that. He won't do it. No, I think sometimes the beauty of that though is that you don't have to worry about your team turning it on, you know, having the ability to kind of flip that switch. Not every team can do that. Some some teams believe they can do that, whereas you know, we'll kind of coast through the regular season and then be able to turn it on. It's kind of what the Kansas City Chiefs look like. What you know, look looks like that's what they've done. Right. But I mean, that's not all teams, and they can also afford to do. It, I think right? the worry they've won is, numerous championships. In all honesty, the worry is you get to a seven-game series against one of these you know these better upper echelon teams, and you kind of have a pretty good idea. You saw Miami do it. What they're going to try to do. Right, they're going to try to do whatever it takes, get the ball out of Jalen's hands, and do you have enough around Jalen? Because there's a lot of people. I mean, I'm a Julius Randle guy. You're not right. There's a lot of people but that. I, in that I spot. I appreciate that he's a good player, right? But I think in that spot, a very right, good player, whatever you. Well, right, but in the playoffs, that spot hasn't been at his best yet. So do you trust it? So if I mean, if if the you know the goal of every team you play against is let's make sure we do whatever we can to limit Jalen Brunson, is there enough around him? At this point. Then you're going to have to wait and see. Well, I mean, it's not a completed puzzle, so I really can't answer that question. Let me let me see what we look like next Friday. right? Let, when we right. turn on the microphones Friday, February 9th, let me see what the next team is comprised of and what their makeup is. And and then I think we can give a better analysis. Because I don't know what they're going to do with the trade deadline. Because I'm hard-pressed to think that Jalen, as good as he is, is going to be able to drag you through three rounds of the playoffs by himself. Th- this team... It's just even even for arguments like Brun, um, Randall comes back and he comes back healthy. It's hard to envision this team going to the NBA Finals. Very difficult. Now if they add, I don't know if that's well unless possible. you want some kind of run where just I mean, you have everyone playing at a certain level. Well, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's hard for me to envision that that the Knicks win three rounds of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, which I don't think there's even a need to talk about right now. But I don't understand why why people can't just. Enjoy the moment and without looking 10 steps ahead. Well, I think people want to give give themselves reasons to believe that this is not going to be as good as it gets. That as good as it is now, this is going to carry over into the postseason and we'll have a real chance. And you're going to have to wait to listen, they're going to have to wait till the deadline to see what happens, right. see if they make a move. Mm-hmm. And then once they do, how it looks, how long, I mean, how, how quickly they have, you know, whoever the player or players is, how they can incorporate them into what they're trying to do. And then once you get to the playoffs, I mean, Roll the dice. You're going to have as good a chance as anyone outside of maybe those top two teams. Yeah, I think so. And let's see where they wind up in the regular season. Are they going to be a three? Are they going to be a two? I mean, they're right there for the second seed right now with Milwaukee. So, I don't know. Do they leapfrog them? I mean, the Randall injury obviously hurts that. The Randall injury hurts that. But, I mean, uh, the way RJ laid out the schedule, I mean, you're talking, and we don't know exactly how much time he's going to miss. But with the All-Star break and everything else, I mean, it's not going to be, say it's a month, it's not going to be. A ton of missed games right so if he comes back after the all-star break i think it's nine more games that's reasonable and it's also a month off right i mean you see you're talking about how he wears them down so now you're right. a month off so maybe he's you know he's fresher once you get to the postseason right right but they're gonna battle however I mean, you if, choose if, to manage og if they're battling for the two three four he's gonna push them very very hard down the stretch of the season and they all play hard they all play physical yep i mean it's like, listen 82 games is a struggle dude a lot of games I mean, it is a lot. Trust me. I mean, playing 82 in an NHL season, by the time you get to the postseason, like, you're not feeling great. The weird thing is that, like, there's not even a thought of it in hockey. Not even a thought of not playing guys. No, absolutely not. No, you're, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, guys are taking their teeth out on the bench and breaking jaws and putting a shield on and coming back out. You not know, even, not even a thought. But, but basketball, you, but you for, it's a failing though, thought. Yeah. But then, like, if you kind of, like, take, like, if I step away from the microphone for a second and like, try to go back and remember how, they, you know, how I felt on certain days... It's like you know we just instantly think just hey, you know show up and you feel great. No, no, like there are days you show up and you feel like trash. Yeah, but that's what the greats are able to do. And the you're greats are able to figure out a way to right. And you you're know, wondering like how am I going to get through this thing? Like my legs feel like they weigh a thousand pounds. Like it's just it's just, it's nature of playing every other night as hard as these guys do. Yeah, and 82 games a lot. It's a lot of games. I mean, if money every wasn't other other night, such a factor, what would he, like what do you think the ideal is? 65 games, it's probably somewhere around that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. how they're doing they're even doing that with the goalie stuff now, dude. Like that's why you have a one A and a one B. It's because they recognize like if you're gonna get all the way to the Stanley Cup final, like the goalies can't be playing like Marty's so play like, like seventy the, games. Right. What's the idea? Like 50, 50, 55? five? Fifty five, really. So like like two thirds. Mm-hmm.